Hello and welcome back to Analytics at ServiceNow with your host, Ripple Agochia. This is season two, and we are excited to cover the ins and outs of a day in the life of analytics roles and their contribution in creating value to fuel the company's growth. In this episode, your host, Alex Hanginoff, becomes the guest to bring you the best of growing new field, analytics product management. And without further ado, Whipple, take it away. Thanks so much, Alex. Uh, again, welcome to this episode. Uh, so Alex, how does it feel to be on the other side, being a guest? Thanks, Whipple. Uh, yeah, now I feel what it is like to be on a hot seat. <laughs> Okay, and I can guarantee you, I'm sure it's going to get hotter as the as the questions come in. Look so let's get started. Yeah. Let's get started. Um, specifically, I know as the topic suggests, right, the analytics product manager. Tell right. us more about what this role is and what does it mean? Yeah, it's an interesting phenomenon. If you think about, you know, remove the analytics component of it, even though it's a new, newly growing field. It's no different than any other product management or product building role, right? And what's actually uh, interesting about the analytics component is now you get to build, you know, uh, products with data. That's, you know, the primary uh, differentiating uh, component. And we are essentially this role in particular is in the sweet spot between wearing, you know, multiple hats at different circumstances, at different situations. What I mean is, uh, in order to be uh, a successful in this role, if you will, uh, you need to have a deep understanding of the user needs and tailor the solution, ability to go beyond the agile sprint, looking ahead you know, of you know, what is you know, the next turn, right? Understanding how the products are you know, being built. And at the same time, you know, being ability to connect multiple dots because the moment once the product becomes a hit, Everyone would want a piece of it uh, tailor-made for themselves. And just for uh, uh, com compare, comparison, if you will, uh, we, we tend to think uh, analytics product manager is a new field, although there has been a lot of you know, product, uh, even in the consumer world today, that we might have you know, overlooked. A simple example is Amazon, Airbnb, Uber, uh, eBay, you name it. If we move all the user interface and the user experience component, at the end of the day, they have a database of things that they apply filters to, that they apply build you know, recommendations on top of, and a nice user experience to make it look like a you know, finished product, right? And I'll just you know, kind of pick on you know, Amazon. I think you know, that's uh, the most uh, product that we all can relate to. Uh, if, we, if we recall, you know, when it first uh, launched, it, it was only for books. You could search by ISBN number or you know, uh, the book number, book name, or whatnot. So building a dashboard or analytics product, now you know, the tools and the capabilities are growing, uh, it's no different. And at the end of the day, what would make a product manager for analytics is how well can you build that product where it's intuitive to use, uh, no almost you know, enablement is needed. The moment you know, users go there, uh, voila, everything, you know, falls into place. Now, I just want to share, you know, my favorite uh, example overall is, you know, the stock market. Now, the reason is every single day, the stock market only produces four data points, the open, the close, and the high of the low of the day. 
only four data points. And we all know and heard, you know, a lot of stories around how hedge funds, you know, use only those four data points to run machine learning, high frequency trading, you name it. We run out of time, you know, speaking about, you know, those components. So coming into, you know, the enterprise, now imagine the amount of, you know, data that we have, data points, right? That gives us, you know, a lot of uh, toys to play with and, Essentially, uh, another component of, you know, product manager is uh, having the ability to pick and choose uh, and, you know, through ruthless uh, prioritization, what is the important piece versus what is junk, right? And tailor make it to the end user. So it becomes actionable and insightful. And at the end of the day, you know, helps make uh, someone's life easier. As, as we say it here at ServiceNow, we make the world of work better uh, for people. And we just uh, like to add, you know, with data towards the end of it. <laughs> Absolutely. That was fantastic. And thank you for the analogies and the examples, because that really helps make it real for the, for the people who are listening. Right. Um, just to continue this topic, right? How do you feel this, is, this role is different to in the analytics, uh, the engineer, the analyst, or a developer per se? And, and if you can give us some examples as well, just like the last time. Of course. Uh, the main difference, I would say, is uh, as a product manager, ability to hold yourself back from not getting too deep into the solutioning piece. When it comes to what I mean by that is uh, not getting too hung up on the details of uh, building the thing. Because the moment you go, you know, as deep as the analysts or, you know, the developers, now you, you lose focus of, you know, the future state. Because you're too deep into the weeds that you, you, you'll forget you know, to take a step back and look ahead. That was you know, one of the main challenges personally for me, uh, you know, being transitioned from you know, a developer analyst you know, as I started my career was holding myself back and continually you know, looking ahead and giving enough guidance uh, to, uh, the, uh, to my team and teammates so that they had clear uh, execution plan while I had clear execution and roadmap. Thank you. That really helps. And I know you alluded to your career um, and your career trajectory. Yeah. Tell us more about why you ended up wanting to become a product manager. Yeah, that's a great question. Quite frankly, uh, it so happened almost unintentionally. But at the same time, uh, it was more of a perfect storm uh, that felt right with my uh, personality and mantra of thinking big, starting small, and scaling fast. And at the same time, I, uh, if memory serves me well, you know, late 2018 and 2019, that's when we really started of change in mindset as a whole uh, within the analytics team here at ServiceNow, going from project-based you know, execution to product-based execution. Uh, what I mean is project-based is usually you get the requirement, there is a specific need, specific ask for a specific uh, cause, if you will, or, you know, business question. Yes, you know, those are usually tend to look as an ad hoc. Once you build it, it's done, you finish, it's in production, all good and well, you move on. Now, the product mindset is essentially taking a look at how can you evolve once you hit the production, right? It's your job as a product manager essentially starts once the product is shipped. 
or you know, deployed into production. Not, it doesn't end there, right? Again, another example, um, perhaps I could you know, pick on iPhone, Apple, for instance, right? When it was first launched, imagine if Apple just stopped you know, on iPhone one, <laughs> right? We wouldn't enjoy you know, all the benefits and all the additional capabilities that it provides today, right? Where now, you know, it's at, uh, a lot more, more powerful than the first computer ever created. Uh, so that's essentially how you know I uh, ended up in this role. Nice, that's a nice story. So uh, you talked about right that the role doesn't necessarily end with products, right? So right. my uh, ask would be, when do you know when you need help uh, in this role? Uh, can you elaborate in terms of help from what regard? Help more so from a perspective of uh, if you feel either from the stakeholder group or the management within the analytics organization, both. I think that would be, uh, right. uh, both perspectives would be very interesting for our audience to listen to. Awesome, yeah, happy to. And as a product manager, I think you know the most help or challenge that I face on a daily basis is understanding uh, primarily three components. One is who am I building this product to? Essentially knowing my audience, right? And the second is understanding the operating rhythm. How and when are they going to use this product? And then the third is essentially to drive what outcome. If I have you know, uh, clarity on those you know, three areas, it becomes you know, easier to brainstorm with the developer team, with the development team, as well as stakeholders to further fine tune uh, what features are needed, what additional insights could help uh, elevate that pain point, right? And from the solutioning standpoint, uh, if I simply, you know, look at, like, hey, you know, we need an, a new integration, right? How can I prioritize it, right? Then, you know, that's where, again, you know, kind of comes into audience and operating rhythm and design outcome. Like, hey, if this feature, particular feature that I'm building is super important that, let's say, you know, sellers, you know, will be uh, 2x more productive, or it's going to save them at least, you know, four or five hours, you know, every week, well, that's hard to argue. Right, not to prioritize. So, uh, getting those clarity usually, you know, I find a challenge, and at the same time, fulfilling. Once I have the answers, then you know the solutioning and execution piece, you know, becomes uh, better, and you know, we'll have you know more clarity in explaining to the team as well as getting it uh, developed. Thank you. Um, that helps. As we're getting deeper into this, right, and as people are listening to this, some of them may be wondering, right? Okay, I have. A BI background, right? How do I even think about transitioning into this space? Uh, tell us more. Happy to. Uh, go, having gone through that myself, uh, generally speaking, if someone already in, uh, already in, within the analytic space, if you will, or already doing an analyst role or a developer role, uh, there are two or three additional um, skill sets, if you will. Uh, would uh, rapidly um, get them ready to become an analytics product manager. First is definitely communication. And by communication, it's not, uh, is more of an understanding and speaking the business language, right? Uh, and when we are specifically like, you know, doing demos, for instance, how can we use uh, wearing our end user's hat to speak their language and walk through the pain point that they will go through? So they can, you know, intimately follow those steps rather than uh, 
doing a more of a functionality-based uh, technical walkthrough, right? And the second, I would say more presentation, which kind of goes you know, hand in hand with communication and uh, the demo piece, right? And finally, it's overall uh, ha having the aptitude towards a problem solving with data. Because when you have too much data, it also gets challenging. How do you make it succinct? How do you tease out what's important, what is not, right? Um, it could be as challenging as, well, how do we want to name this particular field, right? It could be as challenging as that because one terminology can give completely you know, different impression and different uh, explanation to marketing versus to sales, for example. So uh, I think you know, those three areas uh, for anyone already within the analytics space would definitely jumpstart them into uh, transitioning into a PM role. Awesome. That, that's really helpful. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, as we're talking about this transition rate, I guess let's take a step deeper into this. Uh, I know you mentioned a few of them. Can, can you deep dive a little bit on the skill sets or characteristics that would make a successful candidate for an analytics product manager? Happy uh, to. And that role. Yeah, happy to. Uh, speaking of characteristics first, for instance, um, above all, I would rate curiosity as the first and foremost, because the more curious you are as an individual or you know, as a developer analyst, I think you know, generally data people or analytics people tend to be curious, right? Because you know, the, uh, the more data you throw at them, the more curious you get, right? Well, hey, I wanna find you know, the relationship or the correlation between two, these two data points and see you know, what else I can find out, right? Uh, and Again, you know, having uh, to love uh, solving, you know, complex problems, especially with data uh, and being, again, you know, comfortable, you know, presenting uh, in no matter what the hierarchy of organization you're presenting to, right? Um, and uh, asking uh, questions, no matter how simple they are, again, you know, given any levels of, you know, hierarchy, because if, uh, every single bit of information will help in uh, the product development cycle or life cycle, if you will. Because uh, as I've, again, you know, gone through this a couple of times with a couple of products that we launched here, uh, the more I learn about, you know, the business functions or, you know, the more I learn about someone's role, it helped me to become a better a product build, a product manager, or, you know, help me guide the team better to provide, you know, better context and explain uh, questions, you know, that we see from the, uh, from the data. Often what happens is, you know, the challenge, uh, we hear something from our stakeholders or from the end user, but data contradicts that, right? And, and then, you know, we learn, hey, it's more of a behavioral and, you know, people process a problem, not, not so much about the tools and the data collection, right? So having to uh, able to communicate that back to the business, like, hey, this is what we're observing. What do you suggest, right? How do we triage it, remediate it or whatnot? And then from the skill set, uh, primarily uh, from a technical standpoint, uh, ability to speak again, you know, the end user language, right? Uh, demos and um, more or less, you know, being able to uh, increase our business acumen, if you will, right? Uh, usually, it is, you know, uh, difficult. Uh, one of the best analogies I I, I won't forget uh, earlier on, uh, someone told me that when someone asks you what time it is. Tell them the time. Don't tell them how to build a watch, right? That is, that uh, you know that type of you know saying kind of stuck with me ever since. And uh, 
every time you know uh, when it, when we ask a question, you know, we tend to drill down too much into the details of things that we lose again, you know, focus of actually answering the question. And then, so you know, uh, kind of putting the the characteristics and the skill sets together, right? That would be basically a perfect combination. Um, and I also kind of reflecting back, uh, it reminded me of around the same time when I heard uh, the previous quote, the CIO of the prior company challenged us when we were solving uh, for a supply chain solution. We proposed, he, uh, they, the end, our stakeholders had certain uh, user experience in mind and we were proposing something else. And of course, you know, our CIO at the, at a time challenged us in, in terms of, do you expect to people change behavior due to technological uh, limitations? And of course, we knew the answer to that. And then <laughs> uh, we went back and uh, massage, you know, made the technology work for us, right? Again, you know, super humbled, you know, to be part of, you know, service now, because that's essentially what we do to, you know, the entire world, you know, helping our customers make their work, you know, work better for them, right? And our consumer life uh, and interaction shouldn't be no different than at work. That was great. Thank you. Um, you know, and just to continue to follow through, I know you mentioned a couple of times, uh, you know, a lot of different pieces help you become a better product manager. Right. How do you measure your success in this role? If somebody is in this role, how do they, how do they know that they're doing well? Right. Yeah. Uh, being a data person, you know, I, I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, and again, again, it's natural. And uh, it's also, you know, great to have a self-evaluating metrics. Right. Uh, we covered it in season one for those who want to understand it, you know, better uh, around, you know, the analytics strategy as a whole. But that essentially uh, we measure every single analytics, you know, product here at ServiceNow within the value pyramid that we call it. So if you imagine a pyramid, the bottom uh, section or, you know, the foundation of it is adoption. Right. Be that, you know, usage, number of users or number of hits, number of clicks, depending on what the product is. Generally speaking, just, you know, adoption would be the foundation. And the rationale behind it is essentially, if we build it, are they come? Are they coming, right? Or if, if you build it, will they come, right? As the saying goes. Um, and then, of course, you know, the second layer of that pyramid would be a functional metrics. So uh, something along the lines of, you know, are we increasing our productivity, right? Or, you know, efficiency um, or anything, you know, along the terms of, what the product uh, is intended to do for that particular primary stakeholder. If you're achieving your adoption goals, the rest of the pyramid you know, will take care of itself because the final piece or the top of the uh, pyramid, if you will, is going to be the impact in terms of dollar value. If you are increasing someone's productivity, well, how much time savings are you giving to them, right? It's easy you know, to convert it into dollar value, right? Or you know, if you're predicting something and that prediction is becoming true, then it's easier again to uh, convert it into a dollar value, right? Or if you're changing, recommending something, someone takes action, then it become again, uh, right? So someone essentially starts with adoption, then goes into functional, which is the operating rhythm, right? That we uh, highlighted earlier in terms of knowing, you know, when and how exactly, you know, uh, the end users, you know, use the product to drive what outcome. And finally, uh, making sure that, you know, that, value creation that we intended to build this product holds true and stay, uh, remains uh, relevant. 
Thank you so much. That was really helpful. Thank you. Um, Now, for somebody, I know we've talked about various aspects of the product manager. Now, let's say somebody's thinking about becoming a product manager. What would you advise in terms of skill development? I know we initially talked about some characteristics and skills, but this is more about the development or how do you orient yourself towards those aspects and uh, continue in that journey that you believe are important? Yeah, uh, generally speaking, uh, I would go back to, you know, curiosity first and, you know, having the ability and, you know, passion in uh, solving, you know, complex problems. And of course, you know, I want to add, you know, the third layer is uh, who loves, you know, the visual and appreciates great design, user experience and user interface. Because especially in the, uh, in the new day and age, you know, where data is almost, you know, no shortage anywhere, right? Or, you know, data is the new gold, new uh, oil or new Bitcoin, some standards, if you will. Uh, <laughs> uh, having the ability to present complex data in a simple consumable format without using, you know, too much brain power, right? Would be, you know, the top three, in addition to, you know, the uh, characteristics and the skill sets uh, that we highlighted earlier would be a great, uh, great way for anyone either to start their journey, uh, their career uh, into analytics, uh, product manager, and or, you know, transition into this role. Thank you. That was really good. And can you believe it? With this, we are done with my questions. How does it feel again on the other side? I knew it was not going to be easy. Yeah, no, definitely. I I enjoyed it more. Um, And thank you for uh, hosting this episode, Ripple. Uh, look forward to having you back on the on the hot seat in future episodes. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. It's been an incredible privilege to host you, Alex. Thank you so much. Uh, and look forward to continuing this uh, fun journey uh, together. Awesome. Thanks, Ripple. This was an episode three of Analytics at ServiceNow, produced by one and only Matt Ackerman. In the next episode, we will cover a day in the life of account executive selling with data to uncover how rockstar sellers use data in service to their customers. As always, thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share with others. Remember, sharing is caring. Until next time.